T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, new midday show here on WIP with you. 215-592-9494. That is how you get on the phone lines. We'll get back to the whole discussion about Joel Embiid, about Jonathan Gannon, about the Eagles trying to replace him at defensive coordinator in just a couple minutes. But right now, Hugh, why don't you welcome this guy? And a former teammate of yours, we're very excited. This, this is not only an uh, exciting moment for our listeners because everyone wants to hear what this guy has to say, but he's also will always be remembered as our first guest here on, on our show uh, our next guest, you want to introduce this guy. Man, listen, this is one of my absolute favorite players that I've ever played with. The the most fond memory I have of this guy is we were playing the New York Giants, and I remember what was his Tiki Barber was running, and he was getting ready to uh, he he was it was a run play, and I I was you know behind the play as usual, so I'm going to make the tackle, and at the last minute Tiki Barber ducks down, and the only thing I saw was a number twenty jersey, and a pair of wings, and they knocked me completely out. <laughs> On, on on the field, and I remember watching the video, and this guy was praying over me, hoping that I wasn't hurt. Snot bubbles and everything <laughs> coming out my nose. My man, Brian Dawkins. B, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, you book, remember man? that play, don't I, you? Yeah, I remember dog. I remember dog going out way. And listen, I, I had, ooh, while I was about to give it to Oh, yeah, before, you, you were, but you gave it to done. me instead. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. That, that, that might have been the first time I ever gave somebody a snot bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Serious talk. That's the first. That wasn't the last time, but that was the first time I could. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I was the first. I just, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad I was able to, to to get past that. But B, what you been up to, man? I've I've been here like when we introduced and, and talked about the fact that you were gonna be on here. A lot of people talked about the fact that you were, you know, motivational speaking and everything like that. So how you been doing, man? What you been up to? Absolutely blessed, man. Just inspirational speaking, man. Just life life coaching with people, trying to help people um, do things a lot better than than they thought they could. Right. So waking up things inside of them, but. Um, just being me, brother, you know, I was kind of the same thing when I was your teammate, uh, to be honest with you, is helping people where I can, where I can and, and just being an inspiration in those spaces. Well, Doc, we're so happy to have you on this morning or this afternoon, and so many people listening to us right now still hurting from eight days ago as Super Bowl the Eagles were winning by 10 and, and had a chance to finish, and they didn't. Brian, very curious what you thought about the holding call on James Bradbury as a former defensive back. I mean, he admitted after the game he did hold him, but – I go back to this. There were no holdings the entire game. I always think of you know NFL and officiating kind of like a baseball strike zone. Like if you let it go all game, if you kind of establish it's going to be, you could be physical. Maybe a defensive back says, okay, I could be physical. What did you make of the call on James Bradbury with less than two minutes to go? Well, how you described it is how oftentimes we play it. 
So you go out early in the game, and I remember kind of learning this from actually Troy Presenter. You know, you kind of see how how what you can get away with early and see how they call in the game, and then you can play the game that way the rest of the game. And so they hadn't really called anything that whole game. Um, pass interference, call offensive pass, and the rubs, nothing. And so at that point, as a defensive back, you probably would feel okay with doing that, giving a little tug. It wasn't a true pull and, and hold on to. It was a quick tug, and usually they don't call those things, but, but they did. But they did. You know, you know, Doug, we've been talking about Coach Gannon a lot this morning and, and the way that he ran his defense. Quite frankly, a lot of people didn't like him because they, they didn't think that he blitzed enough. When you look at this defense from afar, how do you, how do you assess Coach Gannon's uh, a job how did, that he did this year? How do you assess that? So what Rich did is he took advantage of the personnel that the front office gave them. Got, got a lot of dudes that could win one-on-one battles. And so he put those guys in position to have that success during the year. The only thing that I kept saying the whole year is that when your fastball is not working, you have to have a changeup. Mm-hmm. And you have to be used to throwing that changeup. You know, for us, we're going to blitz, right? We're going to disguise. We're going to move around. And so, it, you know, just like I know, Hugh, that how many times we walk through blitzes. We walk through specific angles. This is the trajectory. This is the angle excuse you want to take. So as one offensive lineman can't block two, those type of mm-hmm. things. And so for a team that does not blitz, and when you ask them to blitz, it's a foreign subject to them. So that's why for me, and people were getting on me, well, they're getting sacks. Well, I love the sacks. Continue to get the sacks. But also mix in the blitz so that those guys know what to do when, pl- when plan A is not working and you have to go to plan B. Plan B happened this past um, uh, past Sunday because you weren't, win- you weren't winning your one-on-one battles. Why? Because the field was jacked up. So that's mm-hmm. one of the things that neutralizes speed rushes, right? It's a sloppy field. That was a sloppy field. So you have to do other things. And Rich did not do a good job of adjusting to that, to getting away from his fastball, going through uh, change-ups or different blitz packages. And as for me, playing under, um, under this defensive coordinator, me personally, I would have hated it because – None of the things that I was blessed to do, blitzing and all of those things, would have been added to this defense under uh, Rich Gannon. You know, and speaking of that a little bit, dog, talk about the, you talk about the back end personnel and everything. Talk about how difficult it is to to call some of those blitzes when you don't have or or it's perceived that you don't have the guys back there that can lock them up like you want to. And see, that's the thing. You you had that. You had cover guys. So when when DJ Gardner went down. You didn't have those individuals. I think I forget the nickel. Um, I forget his name. Avante, Avante Maddox. I'm sorry, Avante. I'm sorry, Avante. You hear this? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so you have everyone back. Everyone's healthy. So there's no need to play this deep, protect the deep part of the field, and they don't have the speed demon that they had a couple of years ago. So there's no reason to play that very laid back, um, casual defense. Take it, making sure that nobody gets over the top of you. You have cover guys. You have two of the best cornerbacks in the National Football League as far as percentage thrown against them. So why wouldn't you then do that? Especially, like I said, when your fastball is not working and mm-hmm. you saw that. No matter, no matter how many times they changed their cleats, they still were falling. So you have to move to something else. And that something else was being more elaborate, being bringing blitzes, and then not blitzing just on downs that they anticipate you blitzing on. 
Doc, how big of a challenge do you think it's going to be for the next guy? Not not just because the expectations and, and, and you know people want to go back to the Super Bowl, but they could have a lot of new players, right? We have four or five or six free agents on defense. They have two first-round picks. Both could be on defense. So it could be a new defense next year and a young defense. What kind of challenge is that going to be? Whoever this next guy is, you know, there's names out there, Vance Joseph, Jim Leonard, that they're interviewing. But how big of a challenge is it going to be for the next guy to come in and try to piece it all together while, you know, trying to have the defense ready to go to try to compete for a Super Bowl? And that's the thing. You're going, to, you, you're going to be learning your personnel as a new defensive coordinator when you come into this organization. So whomever they have, the defensive coordinators are going to have to learn who it is, what they have, and what packages to bring. I, Me personally, I would love it to be Vance because I know he's aggressive. I know that he's elaborate. I know he blitzes. I know that he does mix his things up uh, to, uh, in, in different situations. So I would love that hire. You know, dog, we were sitting there talking about it because you know they're looking for an offensive coordinator too. So, in your opinion, what is the absolute most important hire for Coach Sirianni this year? Is it going to be the offensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator and why? You there, dog? You, you asked, yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Man, you asked me a question. You know, you like, you I already know what you're going to say, dog, but I still got to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, to me, it's going to be defensive coordinator. We saw what happens when you can't stop somebody. Uh-huh. We saw that. We saw that when, we, when, when you need that one play to be made in that crunch time situation, we saw what can happen. And so, to me, you have to have a strong defense, especially here in, especially in Philadelphia, man. Like, but I, can, I, can, I can almost guarantee that the fans did not like a shootout. I know usually fans love big, all the points being scored, but I can guarantee you Philadelphia – like, they hated that. All the points being put on the board, right? Yeah. So, to me, you have to get a defensive coordinator, someone that, once again, when they come into Philadelphia, it's a feared place. Not just because we can win one-on-one, battle, one-on-one battles, it's also because the defensive coordinator has a gut feeling about a specific situation, and you know that he's going to call the right blitz, right pressure, sometimes a run pressure, sometimes a pass pressure. Sometimes a fake pressure, you drop back in zone, right? Ooh. So all of those different elaborate ways of attacking the offense to have you coming into Philadelphia like a little afraid to come in there. Yo, this Not just right because here. of the talent, because of the dog on uh, play calling as well. This right here, this is why I don't work out with dog. Dog be trying to get me to work out with him. I ain't fooling with dog, man. Dog gonna have me in there. Dog gonna have me in there trying to lift weight. I ain't got no business climbing up under, man. See this because he gets you motivated like that. That's. That's my teammate right there, man. You got me all excited up in this here <laughs> place, man. <laughs> Doc, how impressed were you no, no. with with Jalen in the Super Bowl? Jalen Hurts and how he played. And we, knew, we all know he had the one mistake and the one fumble, but it, it just it felt like he went to a, a pretty special level for a lot of that game. But again, like why 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 did that surprise you? It didn't. Well, no, it didn't. But that's the only question I ask. Yeah, you know, I guess it shouldn't surprise us anymore. Why why does it continue to surprise you when he does that? (laughs) When he raises his level of play to match the moment, has he not done that in the past? He didn't do it in Alabama, so you know he had to move somewhere else. He did it when he went somewhere else, and he kept continuing to get better. That's the mindset this young man has. So I don't again. I don't see why all of a sudden you think a healthy Jalen ankle was okay, shoulders not okay. Why wouldn't you think that on the greatest stage he would go out and do what he did? I just don't get it. Ooh, well, Joe. Well, no, he did it. Now, Brian, I'm I'm a fan of Jalen. I, I am. I, I'm impressed, and it just feels like he. You know, we keep saying this. He keeps, he gets better and better. 
I'm assuming you think he could get even better from here. Because every year you look at his trajectory from yeah, Alabama, he, he, Oklahoma, he about, this year, you think he gets better again? Absolutely. I, I, like when you when you are a competitor, listen, man, listen. You you know this, man. When you are someone that's a competitor, when you have to get better because you know that there is no such thing as staying pat pat. Like you don't go. Jim used to say this all the time. That every year we come in as a defense, you will won't be the same. You're going to either be worse or better. So it's the same thing with any and all positions. You never go into that next year expecting to be the same because you won't be. And if you go into the next year expecting to be the same, you're going to be worse. So I was very hard on myself as far as what I needed to get better at every daggum offseason. I don't care how many years that I played. And to me, he has that same mentality. He's going to nitpick. I'm pretty sure he has people in his corner that's going to shoot him straight, too. Yeah, you played – that was a good – pass or that was a good run or whatever the case may be but look at this look at that look at these things to me he has that mentality and that's a great mentality to have for a young person coming up in, in philadelphia so i guess the only question left for us dog is how much money you think Jimmy gonna give you this <laughs> offseason because he about to get paid he is he is i, I have a feeling it, it will be they will make it as friendly as possible I, I have a feeling it's going to lean towards similar to what um, Kansas City did with um, Patrick Mahomes. So they're going to try to sign him to a long-term long contract. Yeah, long-term deal. Yeah, that's for, I just for some reason I just I can I, I feel that. Yeah, it makes sense for the organization, Brian. If they did it that way, lower that cap hit, Brian. We appreciate you you hopping on. Uh, you're our first guest on on the U and Joe. So we really appreciate. It. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love you, brother. And you know this, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see you, man. Congratulations to you. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate yes, it, Brian. There he goes. Brian Dawkins, Eagles legend there. That's my um, food, Brian, man. Brian, Brian, get to talking, man. You get to thinking you could do things you really ain't supposed to be well, doing at 51 years up. old, man. Doc, Doc had you been hurting yourself, though, because Doc, 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 Doc's still intense. Still intense. Oh, I, could, I could feel it through the phone there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all day. Couple all things day. I thought were interesting from that conversation. One, Vance Joseph stood out to him as someone who could. Yeah, because Doc wanted a blitz. You heard? What you could steal it. You he wanted a blitz on the Doc, phone. Doc wants to play football right now, and Doc had me and Ike out there <laughs> trying to play with him. If he get to talking, we both gonna be out there trying to play, knowing damn well we ain't got no business You'd out there. Probably hurt yourself. Yeah, too. hurt yourself real bad. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. Doc has always been that guy. And and to hear him talk, it, it still it still gets the juices flowing, man. Making me think I could do stuff I know damn well I can't do. Yeah, well, you know what? We really appreciate him hopping on that. That was a great spot. Two one five. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.